0: Welcome to Take the Black Live. I am Dan Selke, the editor of Winners Coming Net. I'm here with Cheryl Wassenaar, editor over at Culturist. How are you doing today, Cheryl? I'm
1: good, Dan. Hi, everyone.
0: Hello. And we have rather a lot to cover today. Yeah. great.
1: Good thing we've got things to drink while we talk.
0: We need to if we're going to do that. Mm -hmm. We were off last week, but we're back now. It's true. And quite a lot happened in the news. Quite a lot happened um, over here. We have a giveaway we're going to do later. We're going to give away Mm -hmm. your choice of Game of Thrones, replica foam swords. You don't have sides of their foam. You can't actually kill anybody with these. But Unless you try cool. really hard. Courtesy of fun.com. We have five of those. Yeah, and, of course, we have to thank Omgang Brewery and HBO for giving us a bottle of Queen of the Seven Kingdoms Sour Blonde Ale Blended Drink while we go through all of this news. Cheers to Omgang Brewery and Cheers. fun.com. Cheers, Valor Morghulis. Valor Morghulis. The are high rise. Ah. It is pretty good, actually. I like that.
1: I'm a fan of Belgian ales in general, so.
0: And hey, everybody for joining us. Hey, Michael Douglas. Hey, Ray. Uh, hey, Renee, Dominique, Sue, Julie. Hey, everybody. Hi, Julie. Sarah, Casey, uh, Eleonora. Everybody's here today. We've got a good audience. All right. And again, we are going to give away the foam replica swords a mm-hmm. little bit later in the program. But first, let's get to some news because a lot of stuff happened in the past two weeks. Seriously,
1: guys. Okay. So much. Headline one. It's over. Filming I know. Filming
0: on Game of Thrones is done. It's ended, it's forever finished. We are Whew. I will never get to slash have to cover um a person on the set or a new prop introduced or a battle being filmed. It's over. How do you feel about that?
1: I don't know what to do with myself writing anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just bring in the traffic.
1: Because uh um I ended Hi up Kenny. covering a lot of the same spoilers over on Culturist mm. with my own brand of great conspiracy it's, it's, it's theories. It's not
0: spoilers, it's just uh, um, what's reports from the set. Yeah,
1: reports from the set is a nicer way of putting it. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's. You get used to it, looking and seeing what's new, who's where, you know. Where is Kit Harrington in the world? I don't know. And it's kind of freeing. He's probably off enjoying his honeymoon still. And, a bit of freeing
0: something from it. But it, it, yeah. it, it, it is monumental. Like the it show's really been is. going on for eight years, they have filmed the last scene. Yep. Again, it hasn't really sunk in for me yet. I, I, mm. I think.
1: No, me neither.
0: When I see like Kit Harington's hair cut short, it'll be an emotional moment. Or when I find the episodes. But right now, it it is finished. Although we do have a few images left from the set to go over. It's true. And let's just let's cherish these because it's the last time we're ever going to see images from the set of Game of Thrones. Set of other stuff, maybe. But so we had from. The past two weeks, we had right. this image which I was pretty intrigued by
1: yeah, What the hell is that i don't know i I did see a theory on Twitter that it was like a werewolf type situation with huh. the hands, and i <laughs> i Football. i couldn't uh I, I didn't dislike that theory i guess um because it would be kind of weird and cool, um, but I'm honestly not sure. Still, uh, the answer is definitely not siege tower. I don't think.
0: Okay, so I have a realistic explanation and a wild, off the wall, crazy explanation.
1: Uh, let's go with uh, the realistic first.
0: Okay, it's a siege tower. Like, th- yeah. th- th- that's what I th- I disagree. That I think it probably is. Mm-hmm. The explanation I heard was that this is is covered in like furs and skins. Okay. To avoid flaming arrows. Right. It would have been set on fire, which does make sense. Right. But like, just looking at it, it looks like something out of like a Lovecraft story. Like they've built yes. a tower of flesh, and they will use it to summon a dark god into our universe. So that's my crazy explanation. Euron Greyjoy's built it, and he's going to use it to uh, work some magic crap. But probably it's a siege tower, probably. but it is a creepy-looking siege tower.
1: Yeah, something, something, <laughs> something is very wrong here.
0: But that'll be fun. Anybody has any uh, <laughs> uh, opinions on that? Yes, I'm going to talk about the prequels, which we will get to. Yes. Don't you worry. But first, let's just cherish these final images from the set. Let's do it. We also got one more, one more before we go, one more image of the King's Landing set in Belfast, just Mm -hmm. awash in smoke. Yeah. Just covered in the stuff. Oh, I'm almost wistful. Because, like, (laughs) we've been watching this giant set they've built be just inundated with smoke Mm -hmm. and flames and mist for what seems like months now, although I think it's only been like a month, actually, technically.
1: Probably. But uh,
0: This is the last time I'm going to get to see the King's Landing set all covered in smoke. Mm-hmm. There's quite a lot of it there. Yeah. Much not sure we need to go over like, what we think it is again. I think that we've we pretty much arrived.
1: Where there's smoke, there's fire.
0: There's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> or there's White Walker's having the mist, or it's dragons setting things on fire and there's smoke.
1: Possibly all three at the same time.
0: Hopefully all three at the same yeah.
1: time. Yeah, use that budget, Game of Thrones.
0: Or it's um, the dark god that you want to summon with his flesh tower. It's kind of spitting out uh, ucker and mucus.
1: I didn't know that Cthulhu did things like that, but I I wouldn't be surprised.
0: He's hard to understand.
1: It's true. He was not meant for our world or Westeros
0: or any world really. No, except we're getting way off track. Anyway, <laughs> that's gods. nice. It's too bad we don't see that again. Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: Um, on King's Landing in general. Um, yeah, the smoke going on. Oh, the smoke. Yeah, uh, we did see one report on Twitter uh, from someone who got close to the set that said there was ice surrounding I the red. I read that. Keith. Yeah, I
0: didn't. Report I on mean, that.
1: the f- the f- there weren't really good like pictures to back this claim up, but mm. they said that there was ice there.
0: Was that um, a red priestess?
1: I don't think it was a red priestess. Gotcha, because she um, was very
0: reliable. She like. was. I would trust her if she said it. Um,
1: though the good people over at uh, our free folk did pick up the ice report as well, and that's how I saw it. And that could be interesting. I mean, you know, you're a bigger proponent of the White Walkers theory than I am. But uh, if if there is ice, that's 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 a very very quick progression from snow is just starting to fall to there's ice everywhere. I mean, so when the some, White Walkers come somewhere, something they, supernatural they bring the winter with them. Exactly, i guessing,
0: and it I'm sure we'll get icy in King's Landing.
1: Something supernatural this Again, way it comes.
0: It, just because this is the last time I'm going to get to say it for a while, mm-hmm. it's going to be very cathartic and very just momentous to see King's Landing, a city we you know got to know very very well over right. the past seven years, go through this kind of pressure. I'm sure it's going to be extremely intense. I'm looking forward to it very much.
1: It's going to be different even than Blackwater. Oh, um, very much. Because Blackwater, there was that tension of is the city going to be dragon? Well, yeah, dragons. Um, You know, with Blackwater, there's the tension of is the city going to be breached? Is the city going to be breached? Like, you know, Cersei sits on the throne. She's ready to Mm -hmm. just swallow the poison and go for it. And so for to. Had the walls be breached and to see the destruction kind of through the city is going to be a very different look, and I'm excited and I'm sad that we have to wait until next year. Me
0: too. We're just burned down. Like, watch it be burned down. Right. It's going to be good.
1: It it will be. Anyway,
0: beyond the set, uh, they yes. had a big old wrap party. The they cast did. and crew, of course, another one. Mm-hmm. Um, there weren't as many. I, I, I get the idea that people like were told not to take their <laughs> Instagram pictures this time, so we didn't really get many. No. We did have this one picture I wanted to share of a uh, Kit Harrington just. <laughs> Getting his groove on, hardcore.
1: <laughs> you don't... What? What's funny? <laughs> DJ Kit Harrington doing not? his dad dance.
0: <laughs> it's not in motion. You can... He's waving I saw the his arms video. in the air like he just does not care.
1: I saw the video, Dan.
0: Uh, and that's Amelia Clark behind him, right? Taking yes. a photo of she her is the best, co-star.
1: She is the best supportive friend. But that smile is very definitely... This is blackmail material.
0: Blackmail material? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I say go for it, Kit Harrington. Dance like uh, no one's watching, even though a lot of people are watching.
1: It's true. <laughs> la- 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 la.
0: <laughs> Comments here. Thanks for trying, everybody. Oh, uh, Cheryl points out, Cheryl Gerba. I was going to say, not uh, you. what? Uh, Danny's vision does have ice and snow in the King's Landing and a burned out Hulk. Yep. So it's not like they're not going anywhere with that. Mm-hmm. And Julie, of course, would love to be at that party. I can only imagine. Yes. We will take ourselves there. Let's toast to that party. (laughs) Cory Thone. Jon Snow would play Depeche Mode and bring everyone down. (laughs) Probably. No, he
1: would play the sound of silence.
0: (laughs) Just over and over on repeat.
1: Hello darkness, my old friend.
0: Without words, too, just like a a silence. Uh, just the the, the instrumental, melody. yes. Oh the, the really my, sad version. that
1: is that is peak Jon Snow.
0: And finally, we have to talk about this. This is yes. Maisie Williams, uh, Arya Stark, also finished filming, mm-hmm. and her sign-off message was, l- "Let's just look at it. This is what Maisie Williams, Arya Stark posted mm-hmm. after her final day of filming on the Game of Thrones set. I- again, it- it's like the Flesh Tower. What the hell?" And I'll I'll read the caption she put with it. Okay. Which was pretty traditionally sweet. Goodbye, Belfast. Goodbye, Arya. Goodbye, Game of Thrones. What a joy I've had. Here's to the adventures to come. Hashtag last woman standing. Hashtag barely. And then an image of bloodied sneakers.
1: What to make of this, Cheryl? To quote Cardi B, these is bloody shoes.
0: Quote Cardi B. To Cardi Um, B.
1: To to Cardi B. Mm -hmm. Um, She just had her baby. So to Cardi B, congratulations.
0: Now, that's that's a statement piece, yes. right? You don't yes, put it an is. image of bloodied tennis shoes after your last of Game of Thrones and not want to
1: This is Arya. provoke
0: Ario. something. This
1: is Arya we're talking about though. There, she's got murdering in her future. Oh, I'm, I'm sure, well, yes, she has murdering in her future, but she's not going to do it in sneakers. Well, no. But she couldn't show her costume, so she just did the next best thing. So what are you saying that she
0: like got blood in her costumes, and then put on her sneakers, sprayed a bunch of fake blood in her shoes, and said, here I am, world.
1: That sounds absolutely plausible to me, Dan, and I I don't know why it doesn't
0: sound plausible to you. Because it requires effort. I mean, I am of the opinion that when given the choice, people will just, like, take a picture of something, or, like, her face, like, even, like, smiling, but not, like, go to the effort of putting blood on your shoes and then telling the world about it. That seems seems like a purposeful ploy to uh, poke people in the... Outrage.
1: I mean film. Maisie Williams trolling Game of Thrones fans also doesn't sound completely out of the realm of the ordinary. No. So I I'm not surprised by her choice. I kind of like that she went to this sort of unconventional way because you know, <laughs> for fun. for other people we learned that they were done basically because they were like, Oh yeah, I'm in Australia now.
0: I don't know, like a lot of them so, did uh, uh, or a, or a lot, a, of, them a lot went, of them like had like Sophie Turner's message was like, I can't believe this is over. What a bittersweet. Right, beautiful right, day. right. Which like we all guessed that. And I think Emily right. Clark had like a picture of her freaking face, yeah, saying like, "What a wonderful journey it's been." but Oh no, not Missy Williams! It's like goodbye Game of Thrones. There's some blood on my shoes. Dan,
1: Dan, you're being a little mad on the internet about the bloody shoes.
0: I'm, I'm intrigued. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I agree with you. It's, it's interesting. It's, it it's, is. It's a dynamic, eye-catching way to go out. Also, last woman standing. You know, people have studied that. She means the Arya lives, or does that mean blah 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 blah? I think it might just mean that she was the last, oh, literally see. the last person to film a scene.
1: Yes. Uh, we had reports from, I believe, a Red Priestess this time who had said Kit Harrington yeah. was basically done midweek last week and Maisie's last day was like Friday. It was
0: like the last day. Right. Of all the last days. Right. But yeah, she is done and that's mm-hmm. quite a way to go out. I mean yes. I'm not don't get me wrong, I applaud her for being <laughs> uh, controversial and having fun with it. Yes. Yes. Glenda says, love it morbid and mysterious. Exactly. Everyone's poking. Yes. They're all poking the bear yep. happening. And a very cryptic, Maisie, says Christine. And I agree. Yes. Not in a bad way, but just uh, an intriguing way. If you have the eyes of the world on you, why not and just have fun with it? Yep. But I mean, I, now, you know what? I am hung up on it. The boy <laughs> in the shoes? God. It's pretty intense.
1: You're mad okay. online, Dan. It's okay.
0: Moving on. Okay. We also had HBO Nordic, mm-hmm. which is an arm. We are still going to get to the sword giveaway here in a minute. People don't worry. We got prequels to do and then sword giveaway. Yeah. And then it's Longer than and Josh. Yep. Um, so HBO Nordic.: Right. is an arm of HBO.: Yes, um, that is a little famous for actually leaking uh, beyond the wall the episode last year ahead of time.: Yep. They posted on their Facebook page the closest thing we have yet to an official season eight poster. Yes. And I'm not sure what this is exactly, but it's an image from an official Game of Thrones account. Yes. HBO Nordic official hbo account yes i thought we'd just look at it and see what we think is this the game of thrones season 8 poster again it's not it's not in a fan account not on reddit this is from hbo nordic and arm of hbo yes and it would make sense to me that hbo nordic of all the hbo arms would be the one to maybe like oops here's the key art
1: (laughs) pulling a tom holland here um if it is the key art, it's great. It's pretty cool. I it's mean, pretty cool.
0: It's one of those images that are like made up of other images. Like right. Jon Snow's mustache is made up of dead whites walking yes. around. And you know, his eyebrow is a dragon. Yes. And there's other stuff in there. It, it, it's, it, it's definitely cool art. Thank you. There we the go. Zoom in on the people there, mustache. And
1: there's the dragon eye.
0: The dragon eyebrow. It's a furrowed An brow.
1: eyebrow. Uh... Yeah, there's, there's a lot of detail here. Um,
0: it, it, it's someone, it, it's not just some fan making something. Right. Like clearly somebody there, at HBO drew this up.
1: Yeah, some somebody put some serious effort into it.
0: I just don't know if it was like, if it's for, mm-hmm. like the actual promotional campaign they're going to mount. Right. Or if it's, um, I don't know, an idea or something. Yeah. Whatever it is, HBO Nordic, I think, stepped out of little bounds and I'm pretty happy about it.
1: I think mean, you can't not be happy when you get, a cool piece of art like this. It's um, It is, it is really sweet. I, I like that it's completely in black and white. Yeah, it's nice. um, You know, Game of Thrones has always kind of had that kind of muted color scheme, like a very dark color scheme anyway, but you know, to completely get rid of any kind of red or anything like that and just go for black and white, you know, winter is coming slash winter is here. Stark. For a Stark. Not for a Stark. Well, actually. The Stark colors are gray and white. They are, and the Targaryen colors are red and black.
0: Now I feel I was making a pun. I was saying the image is very stark, stark contrast.
1: Oh, get it? Oh, I was just off in theory land, so I was ready to to go there. But yeah, I mean, technically speaking, John is both Stark and Targaryen, and it is
0: on face. one
1: color Stark, one color Targaryen. Yeah. So. That's great. Good good job, HBO Nordic. I'm
0: just curious to see whether that ends up being the actual art for the season or whether it's just, I don't know, some... Or if we get a series of them. Of course. Because last year, the key art was like Mm -hmm. the fire in the ice. Right. A little bit.
1: Right. But oh, I, would be, that. I would be interested to see if they do kind of a series of them, you know, with other characters as well. Oh, kind of oh I
0: would like, like that a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That'd be neat.
1: You know, like, I think it was like the season three or something posters where all of them had the half faces. Right, that was cool. That was really cool. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, we get more leaks. You no. Know, um, or or, at or least we're season see...
0: six, they like the Hall of Faces. Right, Performing. right, right.
1: right. Um, so we have all the different ones. That would be really cool. That'd
0: be nice. I'd mm-hmm. like that.
1: All oh, right, wow, finally.
0: Our final topic before we get to the giveaway Mm -hmm. is coming, the sword giveaway. We got to talk about a whole, quite a bit of news about Game of Thrones prequels. So much news, guys. We didn't know anything like two weeks ago. And now we know a lot.
1: We know now.
0: Okay, so. Game, Begin, the, Game yeah. of Thrones prequels. Yes. We, we know they're coming. We know, yes. we knew that HBO had already ordered one. Yes. One based on the Age of Heroes. Correct. What, what we weren't what what I wasn't expecting, mm-hmm. was news from the Belfast Telegraph that said yes. that that prequel, or at least a prequel, could film in Belfast at Titanic Studios yep. as early mm-hmm. as October of this year.
1: Yes. That's fast. Yes. But it doesn't surprise me.
0: It does not surprise me. Why It does
1: not surprise me because Game of Thrones infamously had a bad pilot. It did. It had a really bad pilot. So like much sense so of
0: reshoots. Yeah.
1: Sense of reshoots. They had to recast a couple people. <laughs>
0: like, like a
1: like Catelyn Stark.
0: Sophie Turner like grew yes like a foot in between. You can kind you of you can tell where yes. it Yes.
1: Yes. Um there are there are there are places out there where you can find just like spot the difference between what was the original pilot yeah. and what's the new stuff they've reshot yeah, and Yeah they
0: they, they they might other those people they had a, re they the mm-hmm. original pilot they had a different person playing Daenerys, different yes. person playing Catelyn, they recast both Yes. for the whole show.
1: Um so in that respect that doesn't surprise me. Because, you know and especially with Westworld being such a you know, it takes like a year to mm-hmm. do a season of Westworld. And so Probably shouldn't um, this kind of more consistent, long lead, um, this more consistent, you know, ability to maybe say, okay, we can get, you know, the long night or whatever they're calling it year in, year out. That'll be a better way for us to keep our dominance of the genre. Sure. And on top of that, this is just a pilot order. This isn't the order yes, for the- that's
0: important to know. This, yeah. is, this is not- They haven't I mean, gotten a so season order yet. far as we yet. know anyway. Right.
1: As far as we know, they don't have a season order.
0: Yeah, the, the news was they'd ordered a pilot. Right.
1: May. So if they order the season, if they order the series, whatever,
0: mm-hmm. which you then know, they're they're going to.
1: Yeah, they're probably going to. Um, if they <laughs> order it, then they still have that whole year of time to produce. Right. They don't have to.
0: And a recast, or right. if they have to, or do reshoots. Right. They've
1: got the time, so that doesn't surprise me on top of that, doesn't surprise me that they go back to Titanic because it's been the hub no, of Game of I mean, Thrones. It's like, there's a lot of room there. They can do all kinds of crazy stuff, you know, like build King's Landing.
0: They already ha- I mean, and, that, and right. that set's staying up, by the way. Yeah, it so is. It's like, we need a city set. Look what we got out here. Mm-hmm.
1: So in that sense, I'm not surprised that they would start shooting it this early. Um, I'm excited to see what kind of information and photos we can start getting oh, yeah, on like it. Just
0: what, what ends up there? Yeah, like, what, what kind they, of
1: crazy nonsense?
0: Who's going to be walking in and out? Do you think, if they're spoken in October, do you think they've already cast people?
1: It wouldn't surprise me if they have.
0: Me neither. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of surprised. It is
1: July. So they've it got... That's, 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 that's Casting nice. takes a while. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were casting even before we got news that the pilot was happening.
0: This is a great comment from Corey Thone. Yes. AT&T's announcement that they want HBO to compete with Netflix means we're going to get a lot more content out of the Game of Thrones universe. Yep we're spending less money on each series Too not sure it's a good thing but i bet we get a lot of new god universe shows on hbo in the future that i have to think about also. that
1: um, I And mean, i will
0: say that at&t hasn't really owned game of Thrones or hbo for that long right like, i don't know if they could have booked titanic studios i imagine you have to do that ahead of time quite a bit right and th- that merger went through like what a month ago two months ago
1: not very long ago at all yeah. no
0: but it's possible. Right. That that, that is true. AT and T did at a um, at a town hall meeting say mm-hmm. we want Game of Thrones. I'm not Game of Thrones. We want HBO to produce more content. And mm-hmm. uh, hot on the heels of that, what <laughs> else did we hear?
1: Rumors about another spinoff. Um, this one I am actually more excited about than the Long Night. Kind of. Yeah. Um, so the rumor comes from the Game of Thrones Wiki, mm-hmm. and it involves basically what they're. Uh, the Doom of Valyria, finally. There's yeah, so the, a, a
0: different show yes. called um, Empire, Empire of Ash. Sounds pretty cool.
1: Empire of Ash just rolls off the tongue. It's a good name. It's a, it's a good, name. great name, and I love it. Um, that's what I'm going to name my new punk band. No, I'm kidding. Okay. I can't play any instruments. But um, so the rumor is that it's actually going to precede the fall of Valyria. Like, it's going to be kind of a. I called it like a Rome meets Game of Thrones crossover. It
0: will explore from the There we go. uh, Bring the the, quote. The the, the, the rumor source from the wiki. Mm -hmm. Empire of Ash will explore the social, economic, and political crises which tore apart the Valyrian Empire from within. Yes. Also, dragons. pretty juicy. Yes. Hundreds of dragons. Lots of dragons. And this would be a a separate prequel from Major Heroes. Yes. And one that's less confirmed because HBO has not said anything about this one yet. Also, yes. Can you imagine what their press office is like right now? Can you imagine, like, what the people who are supposed to take to, like, intake? They're the, drinking the more than we are? are, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> cheers to them. Uh, cheers to them. Exactly. How much do we have left?
1: Yeah, pour, pour one out for them, maybe.
0: Uh, in a second. <laughs> Screwing over, Julie Davies. Love it. Empire of Ash. woohoo! Mm-hmm. Christine loves it. Empire of Ash. Nice. It does sound like, it, 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 it sounds good. I
1: like, like I said I am much more excited for it.
0: Some other things they said about it. Yes. Again, it's kind of like a Roman Empire can I allegory. Can glass for yes, you. Yes, you
1: can. Thank you. Keep reading.
0: I'll what, pour it. Which you know was always there. The Valerian Empire sounded right. like you know the, the Roman Empire. They nope, built roads. Oh, have killed the bottle. Oh, great for us people. They built roads. They had colonies. Right. A big chunk of it is said to be set on a city in Southorios. Yes. Which we had never been to. Um, which so is described as kind of like a combination of a. Uh, like Northern Africa at the time, like Constantinople meets um, Carthage. Carthage, yeah. So that'd be very cool. That'd be very Game interesting. Game of Thrones
1: style elephants?
0: I mean, I think. Do elephants exist in the Game of Thrones for under the Christine one? I don't Does know. Does it matter? No, they do. They've mentioned it. Right, right. Because the Golden Company yes. to have elephants.
1: Yes. Ancient elephants. Dragons and
0: elephants. Dragon elephants? Who knows?
1: Ooh, whoa. Let's let's not get crazy here.
0: And a couple of the characters they mm-hmm. talked about in this leak, which may be true, maybe not. Mm-hmm. One character is a platinum blonde uh, black female dragon rider who's like the daughter of a, a white Valyrian and then a, a foreigner from Sothorios. which again is kind of, you know, it, it parallels the way North Africa and Rome interacted at that yep. time. And they had these like client states and they took slaves from them and all this stuff. Which, which would be very interesting. And then another woman, another oh, sorry, uh, character, a self made former slave, a deceptively matronly looking Asian woman in her 50s, who is now one of the richest citizens and a major political leader and in government intrigue player. Sounds pretty good, too.
1: Sign me up for all of this. And
0: then, you know, the Targaryens, of course. Of Dany course. Is the dreamer, who's mm-hmm. the one who gets them out of there before the doom. Right. And uh, her father, I think Anar, I want to say Anar, something like that. Mm-hmm. So it it, it it's, it's it was like a very very detailed leak.
1: It was impressive. It's like one of those detailed. things. Like if you made
0: this up, you worked at this. Yes,
1: <laughs> yes. Um, the report even came saying like that they had seen multiple Bibles for this show. Yeah. Like they went hardcore in depth, reportedly into this stuff. And that excites me too, because that shows that they have a long-term plan. They're willing to kind of plan things out ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not restrained by running ahead of established material the same way that Game of Thrones has been. So we might not see a change in quality in later seasons. And uh, honestly, like I said, more excited about this one than... The Long Night, even though I like the idea of, you know, this age of years. I like
0: it too. I
1: like it, but reading this leak made me say, this is what Game of Thrones is capable
0: of. I mean, yeah, like, my concern with the Long Night one was that it sounded a little too similar to the show we already have, Mm -hmm. where the kingdoms squabble and the White Walkers are on the horizon. Yeah. Like this one, it it is kind of the same structurally. It's like the Villain Empire squabbles while the Doom is on the horizon. Right. But it's, it's just a different sort of environment.
1: Right. And, and obviously
0: it's not White Walkers again.
1: And it's not a place that we have explored.
0: At all. No. At
1: all. Whereas, you know, sure, HBO might be able to save some money because it will have to f- could film in a lot of the same places already filmed. But to be able to...
0: Also, no, no. I mean, dragons filling the skies. That's got to be expensive.
1: That's not cheap. Um... But the idea of being able to kind of explore these new places and show these different things, you know, establish some new characters, new houses. I mean, you've got the familiarity of Targaryens and Dragons to draw in kind of more casual fans. Yeah, totally. But then there there's this potential for so much hardcore lore and, you know, magic and all that cool stuff to kind of draw in hardcore fans. And I really, really like the idea of it, and I would, I mean, I'm going to watch whatever game of... Spinoff, we get, but
0: yes, because I'm because we're paid and also because we want to,
1: yes. I mean, there's a, there's a two fold reason. I am in interested, I like, yes. I'm on board
0: with some prequels if they're interesting, yes. Definitely.
1: But it, it is a much more intriguing, excuse me, um, direction, yes, than Age of Heroes Long Night series would be. I agree, I hope yes. that's true.
0: One, before we Fingers move on, crossed. one more comment from Corey Thone, who's just killing it.
1: All right, give it uh, to me.
0: We need a Game of Thrones single cam sitcom that takes place in a port city with a finance company that lends money for explorations and trade, basically the Office, but with oysters, clams, cockles, and deadpanning the camera, which I'm completely on board with. Yes. I've always said that I wanted like if you have to have two spinoffs, yes, have one that's like a you know your big hour long epic, whatever. Valyrian right. is fine. And then like have like a smaller half hour sitcom one That's like totally different in tone It wouldn't yep. overlap at all that, That's what I'm in favor of I don't think it's or gonna happen Or a cooking
1: show Where every dish is based on chicken For the house Yeah,
0: that'll work Yeah Like something different Yes But uh, we'll see if Empire of Ash pans out I hope it does
1: Please, universe And now,
0: I think that we've gone but through wait. that Pretty exciting stuff Alright I, I like Roxanne's comments too mm-hmm. Dragons, 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 dragons Which I think gets to the heart Sums of
1: it. it Sums it up
0: all right, everybody. Dragons many, for the win. What you are here for. Let's give away a Game of Thrones replica foam sword. This is courtesy of fun.com. They have given us access to five, count them, five uh, replica swords. Five. And the way this is going to work is. Yes. So here's the swords you can choose from. We got repl- foam replicas of ice, Oathkeeper, Longclaw, long claw, needle, and... <laughs> Jamie Lannister's unnamed sword from the earlier seasons. Oh, the
1: earlier seasons. Okay. Yeah,
0: it, it's not Widow's Whale. It
1: was not Widow's Whale. Okay.
0: Yes. Um,
1: still pretty fancy. And though.
0: I'm going to ask a trivia question. Yes. Game of Thrones trivia question, not yes. like weather. And uh, no. all of you, when you hear it, open up your uh, internet, your, your email clients, and write in my address. You're going to email your answers to dan.selke at winteriscoming.net. And we'll flash that in the screen when we can. Mm-hmm. Again, that's dan.selkie at winteriscoming.net. That's it, that's it in the comments right there. And uh, email your answer. Mm-hmm. And the first person to get in a correct answer I'm gonna get back to, you get to choose a sword. Choose what sword you want. And then we'll ship it out to you.
1: Immensely fancy.
0: To US only? To US only, yes. I'm I'm sorry to our to our people, to our viewers in other countries, but this is US only it, it, it's fun.com they're very generous yes and uh, we thank them very much but it is it is only US only so okay if you're ready here comes the trivia question again email is net. yes
2: we're
0: talking about swords here what is the name of the valyrian sword long possessed by the members of house tarly sam's family what is the name of the valyrian steel sword I know this one? that's been ancestrally in their family. Sam stole it or took it back if you want to how do you interpret it at the end, at end season 6. Mm-hmm. He still has it apparently. Mm-hmm. Gonna bring it back to John probably. What is the name of the Tarly family Valyrian steel sword? Email your answers to dan.selkie at the first person to get the answer correct. I will email back and you get to choose which of these five beautiful replica foam swords you get to take home. Today, or whenever fun.com mails it to you in the mail.
1: All right, two things. One, I yes. know this answer. Do I'm very you? proud well, of my... Well,
0: cheers s- to you.
1: Cheers to... Oh, my glass is empty. <laughs> um, drink, drink for me, Dan. Uh, I do know this answer. And second, uh, which sword would you pick, Dan?
0: Which one I pick? Um, yeah. Maybe ice, because the most expensive.
1: I mean, that's a very fair <laughs> response.
0: It's the biggest. It's, look, I mean, look. You get the most bang for your buck if you, if you choose ice. <laughs> but I mean, choose what you want. If you yes. want Arya's sword, yeah. sword, choose that. If you want Brienne's sword, choose that. You want Jamie's unnamed sword. I don't yep. think I'm in a lot of press for that one. Maybe. Yep. John's sword, long talk, that would be own popular. It. Yes. Anyway, that is it. Yes. I think everybody got it in. Looking forward to your answers.
1: Good luck, everyone.
0: And now, we'd I like know. to bring on Mr. Josh Hill yep. for our ongoing segment. A Song of Dan and Josh, where myself and Josh Hill, uh, who is a fan-sided editor, walk through every chapter of, you
1: can't just like, you know, I'm make an explanation. I'm going to say goodbye to everyone. Sure, <laughs> go ahead.
0: I say goodbye on behalf of Cheryl Wassenaar. Thank you. And welcome Josh Hill into the full. We go through every chapter of Song by some Fire, chapter by chapter. I've read the books multiple times. Josh has never read the books. Let's pick him apart, see what makes him work. Josh, how are you doing? We poured you some beer.
2: I'm doing good. Hello, everybody. I hope everybody out there is doing good. Michael Douglas, you were a great Ant Man too. Fantastic job. I wonder, like, how long I'm gonna keep that up. <laughs> I mean, so how can, can you, you not keep it up? So,
0: I'm, I love you, Michael Douglas. I appreciate your uh, your, your your viewership, yeah. and don't mean to tease about your name too badly, although it's kind of fun. It is. Anyway, um, enjoy your beer. What do you think? It's the what is it? Queen of the Seven Kingdoms, Sour Blonde Ale Blend.
2: Mm. I like it. It is, it's very, it's uh, very sweet. It's mm. very sweet. I have to very write about summery. it, but the more I drink, the harder it gets. Very summery, I like yes, it. I like that.
0: All right, Josh, so we are here talking about two chapters from A Game of Thrones, the first yeah. book in the series. First we got uh, Daenerys six, and yep. then Catelyn eight. Both kind of like in between chapters, but there's never anything in a Game of Thrones chapter we can't discuss and break down. Right. Let's get into it. Daenerys 6. Mm-hmm. So this is after Viserys is dead. Yep. Daenerys is on her own. She's kind of in charge. What conflict is she facing in this
2: chapter? Well, there's the, the whole deal of the assassin. <laughs> that, yes, that we have that's to get a problem. To, I mean, the general theme seems to be that she wants to go... Westeros. This is like she wants to get across yeah, still to. the poison water as as we call it. Well, there is this section
0: where she's like like, do I really need to even go to Westeros? Like, yeah, the know, I, I struggle. I, I have a husband, I'm queen mm. of like this tribe, I I have like an insurance policy that Dosh Kelly when I'm older. Like yeah. maybe I could just like chill. Mm-hmm. But I think she also says, uh she was the seed of kings and conquerors and so to the child
2: inside her she must not forget that so yeah. she has her eyes on the Iron Throne prize she does and I think that's smart that's, <laughs> that's something that she's got to do but I like the, uh, the the struggle that she has thinking mm-hmm. about trying to do that it seems like very it's a classic narrative structure I think because it's like oh, yeah. she's comfortable with this life she, it's a fork in the road situation right she can, she yeah. can stay, stand pat live the life that she has. She has a life, yeah. Yeah, she has a life. And like, she she's got all a the, kid on the way. All the things she that you said, a... yeah. The conti- the, uh, the, all these things that she has. Or she can go off and kind of capture her destiny. Her destiny. And I think that that's... I like how that was laid out here because it was... You know, it's we call it an in- in-between chapter a little bit. But I do feel like this is the genesis of Khaleesi. Like, this is, you know, of <laughs> Daenerys. This is where we, where we kind of jump off and this is her journey and this is kind of where it starts at least mentally where it's like you could go one of these two <laughs> ways it's the old you know the matrix red pill blue pill moment it's like what, what, what does she want to do so and I, I, I enjoyed that by the way really quick julie uh says you look different josh what is it glasses probably not wearing the glasses I got a haircut I think it's haircut i thought it was I a haircut could be the haircut also summer clothes i
0: don't know short sleeves, short, shorts, shorts it's a whole new thing um, the other bit is, so she yeah, she's, she's wondering if she wants to go to Westeros at all. She yeah. also, she does want to, but she has to convince Drogo. Yeah. Who, she has this thing at the beginning where they're talking and she's like, we should go to Westeros. We can take it over for my son. And apparently he wants to <coughs> go elsewhere. Yeah. He wants to go raid the Jade Sea, wherever mm-hmm. that is. She's talking to Jorah and she's like, he needs to go to Westeros. How do I convince him? Mm-hmm. And, which is the problem that, 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 um, her brother had mm-hmm. like he wanted to go to Westeros and he kept on nagging and nagging and nagging and eventually Joker just jumped a pot of gold in his head yeah so I like that she's among other reasons yes <laughs> it's not like he, he had a lot of <laughs> problems he was a he had yeah. issues um but uh she's a lot more patient about it she is so she she's trying to convince him just like Viserys mm-hmm. was but she chooses her battles like they have this conversation at the beginning and he's like not really into what she's selling him. yeah but then he's going off hunting, and then she thinks, like, if the hunting party returned triumphant, her lord husband's joy would be fierce, and he might be willing to hear her out. Mm-hmm. So she's not just thinking, like, I want to go. Take me, take me, take me. Yeah. It's like, okay, i got to choose the right moment. Mm-hmm. i got to see what I can do to, like, make him want to go. Yeah. And not just, like, insist that I'm the queen, and she has to go for me. Which is what Viserys did, and then he got killed.
2: Yeah. She's playing the game. And this is a comparison that I, I thought of when I was reading this. Was This is kind of cersei-esque oh yeah where it's like she has she can't just go out and do these things that she wants to do she can't just go out and say we're going to westeros we're going to king's landing this is what's going to happen you've got to be patient you have to see where the 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 pieces on the board are moving and you have to wait for your opportunity to kind of get in there and then get what you want so everything has to fall into place and that's kind of what cersei has to do a lot like she's insane (laughs) if she had her way she would blow up the sept Right away. And yeah, and she does eventually get her way, and look what happens. She does, but it's after a lot of calculated moves. It's very meticulous what she's doing. And I think on a lesser level, on a less, you know, intense level, I think Daenerys has to do the same thing. And all the characters have to do the same thing, which is you can't just go off and do what you want to do. Ned, kind of, is the only person that's done that, where he's stayed Hmm. true to his own vision and... We all know what happens to him, right? So I, I, liked how she has she can't just go and you know this is I want thing X and I'm gonna go get it right now right. and it's just gonna be a clear straight path. It's the winding road that she has to get to her goal, and that's that's ultimately ultimately her journey, and it's how she grows and acquires all of these things along the way that ultimately makes her the character that we like so much,
0: right? So it's, it's interesting too because in this the the whole book, I think in a way is like Daenerys coming into the idea that she can be a leader. Yeah. Because the whole time, like, she is trying to convince other people to do the things. She's trying to convince Viserys mm-hmm. to go along with her, trying to convince Droga to go along mm-hmm. with her. It's only later that she, when she gets her own I army, mean, it's like, oh, I can decide what I want to do. But yeah. that, 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 that's still coming. Yeah. It's a long, it's a slow burn, which is great.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, she does get some help, in a way, in this chapter, after an assassin, probably sent by Varys, mm-hmm. tries to poison her. Yeah which is horrifying but also ends up kind of inspiring drogo to get angry enough yep. to go and to westeros how's mm-hmm. how's that happen what,
2: what do you think of that turn i li- well it was interesting in that we talk about all these relationships on game of thrones and how they're a little weird you know you make the jokes about the incest mm-hmm. and all that stuff because it's yes, there do. but like we should Drogo and 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 Daenerys kind of actually have a real relationship like we talked about a couple of chapters ago when like she was eating the heart and she looked at him for encouragement (laughs) and there was like an actual moment between the two it wasn't he was like proud yeah it wasn't like superficial or anything like that there was an actual moment between the two and I think that this harkens back to that where he's really not keen on leaving the homestead, you know? He wants to live the comfortable life, the normal life, his his way of life. Yeah, the the, the way that things have always been, this is the way they always shall be. Mm -hmm. But the thing that that turns him is the idea that he could, that somebody would attack his wife, somebody he loves. And this confirms to me even more so that this is somebody that he truly does love and care for because it's, Something that inspires him to kind of throw everything out and say, "All right, we're going to go over here and we're going to get vengeance for this person that tried to harm my wife." So, I want to. I have two points. I I I bet they're like I agree completely.
0: and I mm-hmm. like the way. Do you notice that at the beginning, that Daenerys Targaryen just talking, and mm-hmm. it's written in English. Mm-hmm. And there's like before, it had always been like he was speaking Dothraki, and she yep. was just trying to catch it. Mm-hmm. Like it's a good way to tell us like she's gotten to the point where she just understands what he's saying. Yeah, like, there's no need for any like translation mm-hmm. or anything like that so they're comfortable like that they can yeah. kind of, they literally speak the same language yeah i want to read drogo's uh, big ending <laughs> speech because it's equal parts inspiring and kind of horrifying yeah when he decides okay <laughs> i'm gonna go take the iron throne for my son and to rogo son of drogo to her kid the stallion who will mount the world to him i also pledge a gift to him i will give him the iron chair his mother's father sat in i will give him seven kingdoms i drogo call will do oh. this thing I will take my kalasár west to where the world ends, and ride the wooden horses across the Black Sea water, as no call has done before. I will kill the men in the iron suits and tear down their stone houses. I will rape their women, take their children as slaves, and bring their broken gods back to Is Dothrak to, bef- to bow down beneath the mother of mountains. Mm-hmm. This I vow. I drove us on a barbo this I spread with other mountains and blah 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 blah. The point is, okay, he's doing what she wants. He's also threatening to rape people and take broken gods back. And kill all the people and tear them out of their stone houses, their castles. Yeah, it's 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 just this mix of like rousing rhetoric mm-hmm. and also like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> so you're talking about slaughter, right? <laughs> yeah. Should yeah. we be excited by that?
2: Um, parts of it, not all of it, I would say. Um, it's like. I don't know. I was like reading that part and I was envisioning like Larry David, curb your enthusiasm in my head, where he's like, Yes. And now. then he's like, keeps going. He's like, Eh, I don't know. Maybe not that. And it it's zooms like, in on his face. It's like, do, 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 Yeah. Do, do, do. And it's yeah. like, Oh, all right, I guess. But, yeah. It's, yeah, the, the, I'm, I'm with half of it, not with the other half of it. But also, I think it represents too the, everything that needs to go into something like taking the Iron Throne, or maybe it's like mm. a metaphor for things that, you, the way you have to approach a war or something like that, where it's like, there's good yeah, parts in it, like, like yes, we defeated the Nazis, but B, we, you know, bombed a lot of innocent Dresden. civilians yeah, and, and all these things. There's a lot of collateral damage. So I think that's kind of highlighting these two things that have to merge together when something like this happens. Uh, and you you sit there cheering on one ha- one half of it and then accepting everything else that mm-hmm. comes with it so that was interesting to me and it fit right in with you know the old you know he's changing because he wants to go over to westeros but same old drogo that's uh, very much you know, so you can't take the uh the dothraki out of him that's always going to be in there
0: you remember that this scene's in the show and jason Momoa killed that bit oh yeah he was like really really passionate it was really oh, yeah. really cool and um, I, I'd like that Martin, you know, he, he doesn't shy away from the fact that it is kind of scary. Mm-hmm. That you can like this guy and cheer for him and also acknowledge that he's going to make a lot of people very unhappy and very dead. Mm-hmm. And just embracing the complexity of that, yeah. which is, I think, how it should be. Yeah. All right, let's move on to Catelyn Eight, mm-hmm. another in-between chapter where Catelyn arrives at Rob's camp at Moat Kaelin. Mm-hmm. We get a lot of description of just, I don't know, like, the arc, like how the castle was built, yeah. stuff like that. And uh, what what happens when when they reunite mother and son Catelyn and Rob Stark?
2: Well, it's ultimately what Rob wants to do is be this leader of this army. He has a lot of decisions he needs to do with, he is. with with Tywin and all mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. And if Catelyn just kind of comes in and plays the mother role again, where it's like she's back, she's kind of taking control. She's worried about everything that he's getting into because it's her son, but she also at the same time recognizes that he's a growing boy into a man and he's, he, this is him coming into his own. Um, the interactions between the two, I enjoyed. A lot yeah? Why? Because it was just, the, it was like classic, you know, angry, angsty Rob and then like <laughs> understanding like more of a adult, mature Rob. You got the, the duality. Yeah, they, they, the duality they, they, they of his character. That theme. Yeah, which, again, she's, on the one hand, Catelyn's saying how Rob is going to, or thinking that Rob needs to be this strong leader. Which he does, because he is people working for him. Right? Yeah, and then on the other hand, he's kind of, he, in this whole chapter, he throws kind of a temper tantrum in. It's yeah, like, a bit. Oh, What are you going to do here, so.
0: The most sort of the, to me, or, the, I mean, there were a couple where it goes through that, the whole thing, like, Rob has a split personality. He is mm-hmm. adult and Ooh, he's yeah. a kid, like, at the same yeah. time. Where... Like, she, she kind of confronts him. Not confronts him. She just talks about a... Uh, uh, what'd she do? Oh, she... Um, She's giving him motherly advice. Well, yeah. She, she wonders whether he's really up to the challenge of, you know, fighting Tywin Lannister and Jamie Lannister. Mm-hmm. And he's angry one second. Like, how could... i I've brought this together. I've raised this army. I'm clearly great at this. Yeah. And then, like, instantly he kind of shrinks back and wonders if she is, and I quote, sending me back to Winterfell. Mm-hmm. Like, and the irony there is, you're a king. Like, no one can send you anywhere, but... Yeah. Like, that's where his mind goes. He goes back to, like, the 15-year-old whose mommy is mad at him. Yeah. And in, in that state, she has authority over him. Even mm-hmm. though she really doesn't. I mean, all these lords are taking orders from him. They're not taking orders from Catelyn. hmm But he's still at the age where he, he can regress back to that a second. And it, it, it's not even really regression. I mean, because she has really valuable things to say. Yeah. Like, the bulk of their conversation is... Her kind of doing a whole Socratic thing where she's like, how will you handle Tywin's army? How will you handle Jamie's army? Mm-hmm. And, like, he's giving her answers. And uh, when she likes them, she goes on to the next one. And when she doesn't, she tries to, like, there's even a quote. She's like, I think it was, like, uh, he wants to put Harold Karstark in charge of... The battle, the army that will fight Tywin, mm-hmm. and in her head she's like, "Ooh, it's a bad mistake." Mm-hmm. But how do I make him see that without hurting his pride? Yeah. And then she has a whole thing where like, "Well, Harold Karstock's great, but I mean, he's awfully brave. But you're outnumbered. Maybe you want someone who's not quite as brave and is more cunning." Mm-hmm. So he puts Roose Bolton in charge. He was like a stone cold lizard Psycho, man. Psycho. Yeah. <laughs> or, or just a lot less like bombastic. Yeah. Like, there's one commander who would charge into battle just go like, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And in some situations, that's great. Mm-hmm. And the situation where you're outnumbered, though, you want someone who's a little more cold and calculated, like Bruce mm-hmm. Bolton. Yeah. So she's gently guiding him around the curves without trying to, like, just step in and take over for him.
2: That and I, That's what I liked about the interactions between the two. Because mm-hmm. it's, on the one hand... You know, not to say that, like, George R. R. Martin was, like, ahead of his time addressing, like, fragile masculinity and, like, having to, like, (laughs) very politely address, like, ease him into how wrong he is about some of his ideas. But also, on the other hand, it's fascinating to me that he he is a lord and he is in a position of extreme power Mm -hmm. and he still has to take, you know, advice from his mother. She. He has to be yeah, mother. He, he doesn't have to. He doesn't have to, but like he respects his mother enough to have to to hear that advice, and it's kind of like a. a it, to me, it had Catelyn in a little bit of a position of power that oh, was power interesting there. because it's not one that actually exists because her title is his mother, mother and, of the king. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. But that the relationship is so that she does have power over him. Yeah, but mm-hmm. she does. If he was of a different, if he was raised differently, if he was of a different person, he would just be like, I don't have to listen. If he was, you know, if he was Joffrey, he'd be like, I don't oh, have to listen. Oh, Joffrey would not yeah. listen. Yeah, but. And again, that kind of, to me, was something that I like, showing us the different characters, the different kind of families here, and how, you know, the You're nature of right. nurture good thing that's going on. I like that, and Catelyn's a good character. So the fact that she has power, over a lord here is pretty cool to me.
0: I mean, like, I, we're, we're talking, like, has power over. I, I feel like it's almost doing a disservice. Like, it's not, it's not that she's trying to draconiously usurp him. Exactly. She's trying to gently guide her son. Yeah. But although I do know there are fans, maybe some of them are even here, Ooh. who don't like Captain very much. Uh-oh. Julie has a comment, <gasps> and I'll just read it verbatim. Oh, Julie. <sighs>
2: catelyn oh. why I,
0: I i i'm honestly curious to hear why some yeah. fans feel that way julie like if you if you think catelyn is pfft, like why i i, I am curious because i i personally like catelyn but I, I i do know some fans don't and i'm i'm eager to have that dialogue <laughs> um what else catelyn so she does all that she kind of guides around
2: the curves which i liked yeah. i also like too how tywin is like this oh she hates her i love Uh-oh. it we need some context on this, Julie. We should talk, Julie. We need some
0: explanation. Perhaps uh, for like right now, or even next week, we can like talk about what you hate, and then we can address it on the next show. We I, just send me I, I an love email
2: with like things that she dislikes, and it could be a topic to talk about.
0: Kelly, who doesn't This is good. If, if either of you guys want to write me, net, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts, and then we can talk about them we on can the next address show it
2: next week. I like that. That's great. Yay for hating Catelyn. Yes. Um, this, but the the, the and with for Catelyn, loving Caitlin. We like Catelyn, Yeah. Uh, Tywin is mentioned in this chapter oh, and all that happy
0: she died oh no No, why
2: would you be happy that no I mean
0: that's valid if that's your opinion it's for opinion
2: but I, 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 I would just love like, to I'd love to hear the opinions anyway go on what was I saying oh yeah so Tywin is like this character who was mentioned and it's almost like I was getting like the whole like Jaws the shark and Jaws thing mm-hmm. where it's like he's mentioned it's this ominous thing that we're up against, but you don't really, we haven't really interacted with him. We really don't know a whole lot about him, so it's like an off in the distance danger yeah, he, thing. Which he's I not I like. there at all, has he? No, and it's like it adds to the mystique, which mm-hmm. I kind of enjoy a little that's bit. I mean, not, all I can all I can picture is the guy from the show now, but like, so we know about him, but it's I, the, I, th- I think that's fine. Yeah, like he he I think he lived in that role very nicely. He did also. Fun fact about him, he Charles was Dance. in what, yeah, Charles Dance was in one of the James Bond movies as... I a, can picture it. Uh, a, a Silent Henchman. It was one... I forget what it's called. I think it was uh, For, the, For Your Eyes Only. It's the one where James Bond goes to the Olympics. So And he, like, chases it. James Bond around in skis, and they go to one of those, like, huge ski things. Is that, like, one of the off-brand Bonds? Like non- no, it's a Roger or... Moore one. Okay. I and I, I'm always... I always love it when I remember that Diana Riggs was in... Potter yeah, she was. The so there's like all these like James Bond is things. Is that the off brand? No, that one is, is the that one. Timothy Dalton. No, that's Well, you could technically say off brand is anybody that's not Sean Connery. I I applied but. to Timothy Dalton. Oh and, no, that's uh, Timothy Dalton was the really one. No. Okay, cool. He was the he was the one that did it once. Gotcha. And then retired. Foolish. Yes. There's a whole documentary about it. But anyways, <laughs> Charles Dance, that's what I think yeah, of yeah, yeah, I yeah, we're think track. A Tywin, but he was a Bond villain, and he's a villain in this, too, and it's like this whole he's at a distance thing kind mm-hmm. of adds to... We talk about the world building. It, is, it adds to it. he's off in the distance. He's the shark in Jaws. We haven't seen him. We know he's a bad guy. We know we're fighting against him. We know we have to do all of this tactic to, to fight against him and his armies, but you don't really know much about him. Right. So that was, the, again, the world building here, the subtle world building. I don't know if that was intentional by George R. R. Martin or not, but I, I did find that was an interesting part of this chapter.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, he has a lot, of, he has a stable of great characters mm-hmm. and he can't bring them out all at once, so he has to bleed them in slowly. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, and I keep doing this to you, but I think you should. Remember <laughs> um, Lord Wyman Manderley, would okay. you? Uh, he's, he, he is in the show like real briefly, like a little cameo, Okay, like in that scene where like, they all collect John King in the North. He's mm. there, but he's the guy here who is too fat to sit in a horse. He, like, Catelyn traveled with his two fat sons like to Rob Smith, too camp. fat to fly? Yes. Like, <laughs> this, is, this is the yeah. Westeros version of fat. Um, he will come back in a big way in the books. He's, okay. they, they kind of wrote him out of the show mostly, but Lord oh. Lyman Manderley, too fat Lyman to sit Mandalay. a horse. Got it. Fat, 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 fat. Uh, Got The it. Lord <laughs> of White Harbor. So recall that guy. And uh, uh, about all the strategy they are talking about, really quick, I mm-hmm. wanted to ask you, um, like, the, the, that whole final bit of Rob and Catelyn's conversation where they're talking about, like, kind of... The nitty gritty of, mm-hmm. like, I'm going to send this army over to this bridge. And I'm going to send this army to the twins. This army around Jamie's thing. Do you think we needed all the detail, or was there an element of, like, military strategy porn to this, where it's just, like, I think, like, it... a, like, like, like a military wonk just loving to write about the minutiae of battle <laughs> strategy?
2: I can see that side of it. I can definitely see that side of it. Um, I thought it was useful in that. We had this chapter where it was mostly Catelyn and mm-hmm. Rob having this back and forth. That was the heart son. of it, yeah. And then it's like, this is back to business. It's okay. This is mm-hmm. all the tactical, you could say, almost boring things that need to happen. This is We're back to the day-to-day life after we've been having this little mother-son moment off to mm-hmm. the side. Well, really, I mean, it's, it's like um, weaved in.
0: Yeah. Like, while they're talking about it, like, that's when she's guiding him. Yeah. Like, as he says, I'm in this position, she's like, ooh, it's bad. Yeah, and then brings it back, so it, it, it's kind of combined.
2: Yeah, like the duality of Rob being like this snarky, whiny mm-hmm. little teenage boy, and then being this leader of the North, I kind of like that that was weaved in there too, because it was a reminder where it's like, on the one hand, it's like he can just, he's a kid talking to his mom, who can have a little bit of a, a whiny attitude, but at the same time, he is this lord, who has to be in charge of all of this military, mm-hmm. tactical stuff, and it's something that Catelyn is well versed in too yeah, which also to me adds weight to her character and is like okay Apple doesn't fall far from the tree type of thing and also reinforces this idea that Rob should listen to Catelyn you know yeah. it's not just a mother, mother talking to her son thing it's I mean, it is, but it's like she knows what she's talking about. Yeah, it's, and it's she's a... Yeah, she's fluent in all of these things. It's not just, you know, Ned and John and all the, the masculinity of knowing the, the militarism of all these things. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, Catelyn knows these things, too. I so mean, it's... it's also about people. I yeah. mean, it's not like, w- w- the
0: strategy is, which person do you send to do which task? Mm-hmm. Catelyn knows everybody. Yeah. Okay, really quick. I didn't plan for this, but there are a little bit of comments on the <laughs> Catelyn debate, so let's just go through those really quickly. Okay, because there's a bit of Maybe This is great. This is juicy. Um, so, Julie's objection seems to be mainly that she made John's life seem useless, did not like John, which is totally true, and had Tyrion arrested for starters. Mm-hmm. On that point, I agree, she, I agree. She did not like John. That's pretty well established. Mm-hmm. I don't think she should be condemned completely for that. I think you can kind of understand her motives. I yeah. don't agree with them, but I, it is true. She did not treat John well. Tyrion arrested, I, we, we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Like, the information you have at the time it seemed like the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I don't falter for Tyrion's arrest too much. It's one of those things where, yes, if she hadn't done it, it wouldn't have led to war, but you can say that about a lot of things in this yeah. story. All the way back to Lysa telling little or Littlefinger telling Lysa to yeah. poison people. And then there's some back and forth here. We got, uh, let's see. Blah, 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 blah. We had Mona Helmgen saying, Catelyn raised boys into men. She didn't raise assholes. Sure, she wasn't the best stepmom to Jon. But her kids are all good people. In the world of Westeros, it is no mean feat. Mm. And Julie comes back with a treat. Any child like that would be totally wrong in reality. It's a story, which it totally would. And Ray saying, had little do had little, nothing to do with raising John. She also pressured Ned to send him, a 16-year-old boy, to the wall. Which he totally did. She did. John is definitely the black mark in her uh, reputation.
2: Nobody's this, perfect.
0: Nobody's perfect.
2: There you go. Nobody's
0: nerfect. <laughs> okay. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Oh, and then Mona comes back with it. Must oh, I'll, I'll sanitize the comment, but it's uh, a. <laughs> it, it, you know, it, it it must be you know if it must be hard to be asked to raise a child who isn't yours, who to yeah. your your husband's product of an affair with someone else. It can't be easy. It's true. it's probably very hard. Okay. So there is a spirited debate. I hope we can have some more of it in the future.
2: Yeah. Any other thoughts about these chapters, John, Josh? Sorry. John is fictional. Josh is here. <laughs> and no, it was uh, ready to move on here. Could run it out of real estate in this book. Yeah, but we have four more, so no frickin' danger of that. <laughs> All right,
0: next up, we got the next Tyrion chapter, mm-hmm. and then I think a Sansa chapter, I believe. Ooh. Yes, Tyrion and Sansa next. All right. Thanks everybody for watching. This was a good show. Yeah. Congratulations to everybody who tuned in, who sent me emails for uh, the giveaway. Hope you win. And we'll see you back next week at Wednesday at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time here on the Winter Spring Facebook page for Game of Thrones news, more Song of Ice and Fire tidbits, and more of Song of Dan and Josh. See you guys next week and Wednesday. Bye-bye.
2: See ya.